It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to learn ideas from me so you can save more and spend less, and don't let anyone ever rip you off. So coming up in just a few minutes, phone rings. What are the odds that it's a call you want to take? Well, less than half now. I got a new wrinkle on that. And coming up yet later, if you're a movie lover, yet another movie pass has gone bust. I'll fill you in. And it's not movie pass itself. That's both a name and that's kind of like Kleenex, right? It's both a brand name and a type of service that I'll fill you in on. So the delivery wars just keep intensifying. Amazon has announced to great fanfare that Amazon Prime 2 Day is transitioning to Amazon Prime 1 Day. And Amazon has been testing this for a while in a number of major markets where there are Amazon lockers, which are centralized locations where you can go pick up items. They send you a barcode that is red, and then a locker just magically opens and your stuff is there. And so Amazon for, I don't know how many months now, has been testing one-day delivery to lockers versus two-day delivery to your home or business. So now they think they've got the bugs worked out to do one-day delivery to your home. When Amazon made that announcement, the stock of both Walmart and Target took a hit because Walmart and Target had come up with a very successful click-and-collect strategy where you could go onto walmart.com or target.com and if items were in stock, you could pick up that item in many times as little as 15 minutes later if you went to a designated store. And so that was having some success. So now with Amazon going to one-day delivery, Walmart announced, they must have had some tip that was coming, they announced that they are going to offer one-day free shipping and pointed out no membership fee necessary for one-day free shipping with Walmart. Now, we'll see the real test is not by release. The real test is how reliable the one-day delivery is from either company, although I would bet that Amazon has a leg up on being able to more efficiently and more consistently do one-day delivery. So I had um, something where, this is is an odd little story I'll share with you. I wear a, a fitness tracker, a Garmin, and I left on a trip, I left my charger cable for it. So now I'm wearing an old Garmin that I kept just in case I ever lost my tracker, I wasn't thinking about losing the charger, but I was thinking if I lost my tracker, I can't have a day that my steps aren't tracked. So I'm wearing my prehistoric Garmin step tracker right now. So far today, I'm at 13,625 steps. Not that I'm obsessed with that. But 
I went online to eBay to order a replacement charging cable, and it was $6.50. And so I was going to order it, and then I thought, why don't I go over to Amazon and see what they have? And they had it, uh, and the one at eBay was free shipping. Amazon had it for $6.99, so $0.49 more, but they offered two-day delivery, where with eBay, you don't exactly know when it's going to come up. So cheap guy here paid an extra $0.49 to get the two-day delivery. And so the delivery certainty is a value in the marketplace, and it's something that before this came about, we never, ever thought about it. If you're older, you may remember that having something delivered to you used to take a long, long time. And FedEx in the 80s came up with a service delivery product that the slogan was, if you absolutely positively have to have it overnight. And they created a market no one ever knew there was a demand for. And what was then called Federal Express, now FedEx, became a huge success because of that service guarantee and this idea of us being able to click for something and either collect it in a store in minutes or hours or have it delivered in a day is pretty extraordinary. James joins us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, James. Hey, Clark. How are you? Great. Thank you, James. You have a suggestion for people who've been frustrated doing business with online banks who have cash they need to deposit. So I'm looking forward to hearing your suggestion. Yeah, I've heard you reference this a couple times and give people some different advice, but um, years ago I I switched to an online bank. um, And to get around that at the time, I was switching from a large kind of mega bank. So I still had an account with them. Um, And I believe at the time I I moved it to one of the then kind of, you know, e-commerce accounts where they didn't charge you a fee or anything like that. So by having that, you know, at the time, mega bank account, and since then I've kind of transitioned it to one of the local banks. But needless to say, by having a bank that has an actual ATM near me, I'm able to deposit money there. And then via the online bank that I use, uh, I, I was able to set up a uh, non, having trouble not using the bank's name that I actually use, but a, a non, you know, for that bank, bank account linkage in there. So you basically set it up as a non-bank account uh, in there. And I'm able to directly after I deposit that um, cash in a local bank, I'm able to then go on to my bank's website and just instantaneously transfer it from one bank to another, not a wire transfer or anything like that. So as long as you have a local bank account or a national bank that has an ATM near you, you can actually just transfer money from one to the other nowadays on their websites. So if you only had an online bank account, then you still have a difficult problem. But if you if you do like so many people do and you have a buddy system where you have an actual physical bank you can go to or their ATM and you have an online bank, 
you've got an automatic way to move the money. That's correct. Yeah, local banks and most banks will offer some sort of, hey, you can't come into the bank uh, checking account or savings account that's free. Some sort of free checking account at a local bank. And as long as you have that, that's your means to deposit the cash. And then you just simply set up a linkage with your online bank account, which all of them have now. Right. And you just transfer money from one to the other very easily. So, you know, you may have heard me say before, and it was a suggestion that came from a listener, most online banks will allow you to electronically deposit a money order. Some will not, but that for someone who doesn't have any physical bank they do business with at all and only online, that that is an alternative, too. It is an interesting thing because there are a lot of people who don't even carry any cash anymore. Do you ever go out and about without any cash? I, I very seldomly have cash, and I'm I'm in the scenario that you reference yourself. That there's only one to two times a year that I ever would need to deposit cash. So it, it is by no means a necessity for me to have a bank that I can deposit cash, but. It is a very easy solution for me to just have, again, that local bank account uh, with a local bank that's free that I really don't use that account for anything other than just simply um, to transfer money from one to the other. Well, that is that is an interesting scenario. You know, I'll tell you something else is that um, I was on a trip recently with my wife outside the U.S. and... We never had to go to an ATM to get cash. We were in Ireland, and they're on the euro. And so we assumed that we'd go get euros at some point. Not only did we never go to an ATM, we never spent a physical euro the entire time we were in Ireland a week because every single place we went, 100% of the places, took plastic, and I never saw anybody using cash while we were there. Jeanette joins us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Jeanette. Hi, Clark. How are you? Great. Thank you, Jeanette. How can I be of service? Hey, Clark. My husband and I are having a dilemma. We are debating on, um, we both got married later in life, and we had previous homes separately. And when we bought our current home about two years ago, uh, we rented out our previous homes. And now we're getting to the point with the real estate market the way it is in our area. Uh, we would make a sizable amount of equity if we sold. However, a sizable amount. However, we are debating on if it's better in the long term to save and to continue to rent these homes and build towards our retirement fund. Well, it's interesting because there is no one right answer to that question, and I like rental property as a way to generate steady income, but did either of you with the homes that you moved from into the home you live together, did either of those homes increase a lot in value from when either you or your husband bought them to today? Both of them have. That have would, increased in value about 100000 each. So that would tend to make a good reason for you to sell them and t- 
take the profits, what will still be tax-free for selling your principal residence, that you will lose after the third year you have them as rentals. Because then, okay. from that point forward, they're considered to be investment properties, not personal properties. Okay. And then if we do do that, is it best to take the money that we have earned from selling those properties and to pay off our mortgage? Or should we invest in CDs or other investments? Um, you said later in life, so I'm sorry to ask a, a lady this question, but how old are you and <laughs> you your can. husband? We're both 41. Oh, that's not later in life. My goodness. Okay. <laughs> you got lots, lots of time in front of both of you. So um, if you wanted to be mortgage debt free and you each contributed equally to wiping out that mortgage, I love that. Because it just means okay. moving forward, you could devote more and more money to saving in retirement accounts. You know, you could each have your own Roth IRA. Do each of you have a 401k or equivalent where you work? Um, I work in a public or a private sector or public service sector. So we have a 403b and my husband does have a 401k option. So if you were to wipe out the mortgage and live mortgage debt free and you just increase what the money that would have gone, gone towards your mortgage, that each of you devote more money towards retirement accounts, that would be great. Now, I'm a little bit shallow breathing because you told me you have a 403B, because usually those are much higher management costs than a 401K. I would want you okay. to put special emphasis on putting money in your own Roth IRA with one of my favorite children low-cost companies I have on Clark.com. Definitely, we'll look into that. Thank you so much for sure. your advice and input. Absolutely, and I hope the sale of those homes goes really well. Today's Clark Rageous moment is like a flash back in time to something that was a constant scam call to our show probably two, two and a half years ago. You got to know how this one works so you don't get ripped off. Scams, ripoffs, outrages. It's a Clark Regis moment. The oldie but baddie one ring scam is back. You get a phone call that rings just one time. So many people, when they miss a call without thinking about it, hit redial and call the last number. Bad idea. Because these calls are coming usually from overseas, and you're getting billed up to $50 a minute just for you placing that call. And they will try at the other end to keep you on the line as long as possible. So one thing you could do with a lot of the cell phone carriers, and that's what most of us use now as cell phones, is you can have international call block put on your phone. If you never have a need to call international, then you don't have to worry with it. A relative of mine recently placed an international call on their cell phone, did not have cell phone block on it, and they were charged $49 for a three-minute call. Can you imagine? So... One thing for you to know, 
if you are ever calling international and that's a normal thing you do, you always want to use one of these calling services that are ultra cheap, like Line or something like that, where you can call for maybe a penny or two a minute. And know that making any international call can eat you alive. But know that when the phone rings once, don't think you got to call them back. My rule, I never even answer a phone call if I don't know who it's coming from. And that's actually a good practice for you to involve to avoid scams since roughly half of all calls today are junk calls anyway. Thanks for taking time out of your day to join us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you and your wallet. So we have a website that's our main one, Clark.com. We also have ClarkDeals.com, where you go to get all the latest, greatest deals to stretch every dollar. Something people did to stretch dollars was they joined MoviePass or they joined Cinemia. And these were services where and I have to use the word services <laughs> loosely because of the complaints we had about both of these companies where you could pay a fee and go to the movies pretty much all you want was the idea and movie pass couldn't make their thing work and Cinemia is now gone. They say with a heavy heart, we're announcing that Cinemia is closing its doors and ending operations in the U.S. effective immediately. Now, this was kind of telegraphed by the complaints we were getting from people that their Cinemia memberships were suddenly not working. And that came up first maybe five weeks ago, and the problems just kind of snowballed. So they're out. The idea all along has been a Netflix kind of service going to an actual movie theater. But the difference is Netflix owns its own operation. And Netflix is giving you an all-you-can-eat for so much per month. In this case, MoviePass and Cinemia were actually promising you these various versions of all-you-could-eat or a lot-you-could-eat but they don't own the theaters. Now, AMC responded in the midst of all this with its own program that's 20 a month for its theaters. And if you live in an area where AMC is convenient for you, their program is one that we have had zero complaints about. Zero is a great number. It's called Stubbs A-List Subscription, and it is 20 bucks a month, and it has been one that has done what it's promised, and anytime there's something that is an offer in the marketplace that people are excited about, and then we hear no complaints, either that means nobody's as excited about the idea as I was even though I don't go to movies, or they're doing it right and it's generating no complaints, which seems to be the story with AMC. Now, AMC's competitors have, to my knowledge, have not launched products similar to what AMC has done with its program, but for now, it is the best deal going after Cinemia has closed and all the 
terrible, terrible problems that MoviePass has had. Steve is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Steve. How you doing? Good. Hi. How are you, Mr. Clark? It's a pleasure to talk to you today. Well, great to have you here. How can I serve you? Well, I, I love your show and have listened to it for years. And my question is, and what I've learned from you is, it sounds too good to be true, it must be. So we go to Hawaii, and the car rental prices are way up there. And, you know, uh, one of the big warehouse clubs uh, at Costco is always usually the cheapest, but there's a company called Auto Slash, and I have not heard anything about them, but they're coming out to be $80 a week less, and not for for a full-size one-week car for a Hertz or a Avis or whoever, somebody big. It's not, you're not renting with a smaller company. I was wondering if you have you have ever heard of that company. Yeah, Auto Slash has been around for a good while, and they've had more difficulty with their business model than they did at first because some of the car rental agencies have not been happy with them continually shopping your rentals. As they probably explained to you, they keep tracking, and after you booked your car rental, they'll check it from time to time, and if a deal comes along that's better, they'll then notify you and get that cheaper deal. And so it is it's legit. You don't even have to prepay, which I thought was, well, how are these companies agreeing to that? If they're, if it doesn't cost you anything, you don't have to sign up for anything. Sure. Uh, well, but Auto like Slash could do be true. Yeah, so <laughs> Auto Slash is getting a commission for the bookings oh, okay. that that they make, and so if I'm a car rental agency and I got a fleet of cars sitting there. And somebody's coming along saying, hey, I'm going to get that rented for you. They're like, mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> We're great okay, with that. So you, so you like it. It's it's okay to go. Completely. And again, it's so ironic. I was just talking about when I talk about something and we don't hear complaints. I can't think of, of a complaint ever about autoslash.com. Wow. Okay. But, you know, what I do, I don't use Auto Slash. Maybe I should. I don't use Auto Slash. But what I do is when I book a car rental, I book originally when I book my air flight. And then the week before I go, I go back and reshop the car rental. And Mm -hmm. I would say um, almost 100% of the time, the price of the rentals drops from when I initially book it till the week before I'm going to go. So I think no matter whether you use Auto Slash or you use Costco's uh, auto rental program, that it's a great idea to reshop that car just before you get on that plane to go to Hawaii. Oh, I've been looking every day at, Co- uh, at a Costco. That's how, like, this can't be true because nobody has ever beaten them before. We go almost every year. And, well, I never heard of this company. Well, the I biggest the advantage... Well, the biggest advantage, as you know, with Costco is you get a second driver free. Right, right. And so, right, well, I love you on the podcast. That's well, thank for sure. you. And here in Dallas, Texas, I appreciate you and what your team do for everybody. Again, thanks for that information. Now I feel okay to do it. All right, and I hope you have a great trip to Hawaii. I'm jealous anytime somebody's getting to go to Hawaii because it's one of my favorite places on earth. In fact. We have friends who say, 
anything other than Hawaii is just a field trip. <laughs> I'm not sure if they're not right about that. All right. Noel's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Noel. Hey, Clark. How you doing? Great. Thank you. How can I serve you? Well, that's kind of a technical question, but um, my mom set up a uh, three five twenty nine plan through a financial advisor for the benefit of my three kids, and they're in a high commission, high expense ratio plan. Uh, so I'm looking to roll them into one of the um, plans in your guide, but I want to make sure that I choose the correct plan to roll them into. Uh, I live in a state with a five twenty nine five twenty nine plan on your honor roll, but since it's a rollover five twenty nine, would I be better selecting a dean's list plan since there'd be no tax advantage with the rollover and I'd have better expense ratios moving forward. All right. That is brilliantly stated. And I would say that would be right. That, okay. you, that you take the money and I've got the most Dean's List plans I've ever had. You know, the plans have gotten better and better and better for the tax-free college savings plans. And I would say pretty much pick them, follow my exact guidelines for whatever state you pick. You know, you'll look here and you'll see where I give very specific guidance in some of the state plans. If you look at the Dean's List. So wherever you're comfortable picking whichever state, I would do that and I would migrate that money to one of the uh, no commission plans from what your mom did. I mean, it's nice what your mom did, right? It is. It's very, very generous. But uh, no one should ever, there's not an exception, no one should ever, 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 not ever, put money in a 529 plan through a commission salesperson. Right. And in the past, you recommended Utah's as one of the best plans uh, with, if nobody's, if there's no other specific state benefits, do you still recommend this? As yeah, Utah's awesome. Okay. All right, great. Unfortunately, they give no free lift tickets when you sign up for their 529 plan, though. No worries. Okay. All right, thanks so much. Have a great day. And by the way, if you make additional contributions to a 529 plan for your three kids, in the future, if your state offers a state tax benefit and your plan is on my honor roll, then it would make sense for you to put money in the state plan for any additional contributions so that you can qualify for that state tax benefit. I give you the added complication that you end up with two 529 plans for each child, but it's worth it to do that to pick up the state tax benefit. Ashley's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Ashley. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Clark. Um, Thanks for taking my call. Certainly. Um, Yes, I am under contract to sell my home, um, and I'm going to net enough to put 20% down on our new construction home. Congratulations. Um, Thank you very much. My question is, I'm going to set that money aside um, for the six to eight months that it's going to take to build. Um, I do have a savings account um, that's an interest rate of about 0.04%. Yuck. Um, is there any, uh, yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> is there any better option? I know it's short term. Um, so what would be my, to get my maximum gain um, so, from not touching that money for that, that period of time? So right now you can earn about two and a half percent on savings accounts. Okay. And they're online accounts, completely fine to do. And the, let me see, who's paying? 
So there's a number that are paying right about 2.5%, all FDIC insured. And the easiest place to see the current list is to go to bankrate.com and click on savings rates right on the home screen. Okay. And are you on your computer right now? I am not. I'm just writing everything down that you're giving me. So when you get there, they're going to show you only the ones that have paid them some kind of promotional fee. But then you'll see a button there that you can click that uh, is worded all products. Click on it, and then you'll see who's offering the best deal out there. Awesome. Thank you so much. Sure. And the money, what you do is you link this online savings account to wherever your normal bank account is. And when you need to move money around, it's really easy. You can move the money on a couple of days' notice. And I wanted to say something about moving money when you're paying your 20% down. There has been an ugly scam involving real estate closings. Are you aware of the one where you get the false instructions? Yeah, it has a lot to do with money wiring. Is, this, is that the one you're referencing? Exactly, exactly. Yes. So it's, yes. it's been tragic where uh, criminals have broken into either the escrow agent, lawyer, or real estate agent's email. They see what closings are taking place, and they send updated wiring instructions, which actually wire money to the crook, not to the whoever the responsible party is for handling a closing. And so what I'm recommending now is when you are ready to send that money on to pay your 20% down and whatever other costs you're going to have with the closing, that you actually make a phone call. I know that sounds so antiquated, but you make a phone call and make sure that you're making that payment to the exact right place with the right wiring instructions before you proceed to do that. Thank you. I appreciate that guidance. Right. And best to you and congratulations on getting your home sold. Thank you so much. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget, giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. James joins us on the Clark Howard Show. James, you're moving. Yes. How far are you moving? Moving from Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma to Monterey, California. No, you're not. You get to live in Monterey? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you'll be able to afford to sleep in your car then, if you've seen what housing costs are in Monterey. Which is the reason why I'm calling you. All right. How can I serve you with that? Because that's going to be a chore here. Let's see what we can do. Well, what we're questioning is like, 
what are some of your tips as far as finding affordable housing in an area like that? Because yeah, we realize that, you know, we won't have the same lifestyle. And I am taking a promotion and they are you know paying all the uh, moving costs and things like that. But as far as some tips on finding um, housing that is uh, somewhat affordable anyway. Well, the average cost of a house in Monterey is 800000 mm-hmm. And so what happens a lot in that part of California is in order to be able to afford housing more, people look inland and deal with longer commutes. Right. And I don't know if you have, have you spent any time out there just driving around like where are you going to live when you first hit the ground is the company you're going to work for providing you temporary corporate housing or are you on your own from day one they uh, provided an allowance and um for temporary housing and we're taking advantage of that and we're renting a little town house until we decide where exactly we want to move to I think that's the right thing to do. You're going to need some time to get to know the area, know how much of a pain point you're willing to deal with commuting. Because as you look, I mean, you look up and down California's coast, when people look for affordable housing, everywhere you look from Southern California on up to the San Francisco Bay Area and in between, People look for more affordable housing by miles inland from the coast. And the right. more you're willing to go towards the east from Monterey, the cheaper housing will get. But then you can have right. a bone-crushing commute. Right. And you think about uh, Tulsa, where I would guess the average price of a home is somewhere around 200000 maybe? Mm-hmm. And so you're looking at four times the cost for the average home. I mean, it's right. it's a big number. <laughs> yeah, it's a big move for us. But it's a great opportunity, I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah, and we'll the life closer to family and and the and lifestyle the... change will be incredible. I mean, you know, the weather right. is, is so great. And it'll be a a wonderful experience. So I think you're doing it in the right order. You're going to rent that townhouse and spend a lot of time going to look at various communities and try to find that sweet spot between time on the road and a house that you can actually afford. And you'll learn from people where you're going to be working what they do because of the housing costs, where they have found prices that they can afford. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. Thanks for joining us today. The Clark Howard Show is produced by Kim Drobes, Joel Larsgaard, Deborah Reese, and Jim Ayers. And remember, 24 hours a day, we're there to serve you at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com.